we uh, tonight we're going to talk about this this word this phrasing that most of you probably have never heard. We're going to talk about harvesting, um, sowing seeds, right? This yeah, reap what you sow. Way to go! Uh, this message is entitled "The Law of the Harvest." The Law of the Harvest, and uh, we're going to read a verse from Galatians, and uh, actually two three verses. It's in your notes there. It says, do not be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we do not give up. So is there anybody here who has ever, and be honest with me, Anybody here who, who's ever wanted to live on a farm? Well, I expected that, to be honest, from you, Rachel. Brandon, you really? One time, only once? Anybody currently want to live on a farm? Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are all friends. Sometimes, sometimes I'm being honest here, sometimes I think I was born like 200 years too late. I love like the outdoors and like camping, hunting, killing stuff. Like, honestly, if I lived in the woods in a shack and had to, like, go kill my food to eat it, that would be awesome. I've, yeah, come on. All the, all the guys like, yeah, what's up? And, like, bumping the ladies like, yeah, I'm a man. Check out my armpit here. Right? It's just like a guy thing. I don't know what it is. Like, I've wanted to do some sort of survival kind of, like, thing where they drop me off in the woods and, like, I got to survive for a couple days. Anybody else? Like, anybody on a plane praying that it crashes in the middle of nowhere and you're, like, the next lost TV show? Yeah. I, I just, when I was in middle school, I read this book called The Hatchet by Gary Paulson. Anybody read that? Dude, seriously, I was like, I want to be that. I want to be flying in a Cessna over the woods and crash and just, like, live. That'd be awesome. If Chris Widener crashed in the woods, he would, like, find his way out in a matter of, like, 25 seconds. He uses, like, the sun and stuff. He's, like, an outdoorsman. But uh, for the farm people here, farm folk, 4-H people in the house, <laughs> I used to have a horse, all right, so I'm connected with you guys. His name was Buddy, not the elf, Buddy the elf, was Buddy the horse. But, um, <laughs> hey, Buddy. But, uh, you know, I, I sometimes wish I was born, like, years ago in the farming. I think it would be kind of fun to live off the land and live off the fat of the land. That's a weird phrase. But, um. Back when the Bible was written, when Paul's talking uh, 2,000 some years ago, people planted, right? They, they, most of us, that's a foreign concept. We go to the grocery store, we want a flank steak or we want some vegetables, we just go down the correct aisle or we ask John or Vince who work at IGA, hey, point me in the direction of the kidney beans, right? You're, you're welcome. Right, that's how we get our food, but that's not reality. Most of you, if any of you have seen my MySpace site, you send me hate messages about the deer, the dead deer pictures I have on there, which when I think about it is kind of gross, but it does say rated R vision for blood and guts, so you don't have to click on that file. You don't have to. It's your personal choice. You made that choice. But uh, most of us, we don't understand like growing stuff. Maybe you do if you're into marijuana and pot, but for the most part... For the, no, I'm not suggesting anything. Don't do drugs. Um, we, don't, we, don't do, we don't go out and plant. Like, does anybody have a garden? Does their mom have a garden where they like, eat potato, tomatoes and stuff like that? Pota- uh, tomatoes, I'm sorry. Do you have a garden like, in your yard? Do you have like, fruit coming off of or vegetables? Do you really? Wow, okay. So maybe this message will be a little closer to you than I thought. But Paul is talking here, and he, sa- he says, 
you, you get, you reap what you harvest. I'm sorry, you sow what you, you reap what you sow. That's the problem when you go from like one translation to the other and they use different verbiage. What it means, you reap what you sow, is you basically get back what you put into the ground. So if you're a farmer, you harvest what you sow. The seed that you sowed, you get that back. I know, it's kind of a weird concept, right? Imagine farming class and the instructor's like, all right, are you tired, Kim? Imagine the farmer, the, the farming instructor, he's just like, all right, you got you to gotta put seed in to get seed back. They're just like, really? Right? That's how it works. Okay, we got that. We're all on the same page with that. You put seeds in the ground, they grow stuff. I'm not with you with me. Yeah? Okay, good, good. So what you plant, what you, you put in is what you're going to get out. And that, although that's a farming kind of concept, the truth is that goes across the board. The attitudes, relationships you have, what you put into it is what you get out. What you sow is what you're going to reap. And tonight I want to talk to you about this concept in your life. The things that you do eventually will come back to you. You may have heard of karma. Even Newton started to figure this stuff out. Newton's third law says what? Has an opposite and equal reaction. Yeah, exactly. You did? Did you get an A? Good job. So what happens is what you put into something is what you're going to get out. In work ethic, sure, whatever. Spiritually, the same is true. What you put in is what you are going to get out in your life. And you cannot blame anybody. I cannot blame anybody for how my life turns out because it's my life. What I put in is what I'm going to get back out of it. And this is a concept we see throughout the Bible. And Paul starts to talk to this church in Galatia, and he's saying to them, if you sow to your sinful nature the desires that you have inside of you, if you give in to that, if you put things towards that, you're going to get those things back out. Most of us, we don't like that. We just want to kind of get away with like doing bad stuff, right? We, yeah, we want to just like kind of do it and nobody knows our little secret that, you know, nobody knows, but really a lot of people know. You just don't know it because everyone gossips and talks about it. But what you sow is what you reap. That will eventually come back to you. There's this thing I saw years ago. It's in your notes there. It says, sow a thought, reap an action. Sow an action, reap a habit. So a habit reap a character. You guys were trying to guess it, weren't you? What did you think it was? Result, close. It all starts with a thought, and eventually those things, thoughts turn into actions, actions to habit, and that habit will eventually form character in you, will eventually form who you are. And a lot of you don't believe me with that. A lot of you are thinking, no, 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 that's not true. Not going to happen. But it's, 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 it's truth. Let me use some examples. Girls here in the room, second row specifically, thank you. Girls, many of you are very insecure, right? You don't like who you are. You don't like your body. If you had $10,000 worth of plastic surgery bonus coupons that they handed out at the store, right, you would change a lot of things in your body. Most likely, that started back with a thought that you had and comparing yourself to some other girl or thumbing through a magazine that you saw and you saw some model that you thought was natural and real, but she's just really airbrushed and nobody really looks like that. But that started with a thought. You acted upon that. That action eventually turned into a habit in your life, and now you're very insecure about who you are. Guys, same is true for you. Probably the biggest thing guys struggle with is lust, looking at a fine chick, right? 
All the girls are laughing, but the guys are like, oh boy, don't go there, don't go there. Right? Guys struggle with lust. Many of you are wondering why you're addicted to pornography. Yeah, this is church, but we can talk about the P word. Maybe even the M word if you're lucky. But the truth is, and now we're getting somewhere a little uncomfortable. Guys are like, oh, I hope I put on deodorant this morning. <laughs> you just figured it out. All the junior hires knew already, and you were struggling. But guys, man, lust is huge. And it all started back when, when we could not control our thoughts. We see a pretty girl walking by, and we're not looking at their ears or their beautiful eyes. Right, guys? It all starts back there with a thought. And you start to sow to that thing. You start to put stuff into that. And guess what? It comes back. And often we put that in a a negative light. Oh, what you sow is what you reap. You're going to have all negative stuff in your life. The encouraging and positive thing is you can sow positively and do good things. And guess what? Those things will come back. And each of you, as you sit here in your chair, most of you paying attention, some of you not, as you sit here tonight, you are a product, and I've talked about this before, you are a product of your life. If you're 15, you're, you're a product of the last 15 years of your life. If you're 18, the last 18 years of your life. Probably more closely the last couple years. The choices that you have made, you are a product of those choices. Right? The things we've said, the things we've done, things we've looked at, the, the friendships that we have, the conversations we've been a part of, the choices, the actions we've made, that has shaped and molded who we are today. As you sit here in your seat, you are who you are. You're welcome. So the last two, three years of your life, the things you have done, the things you have sowed to, you are reaping now. Some positive, some negative. Some of the things we talked about earlier, you're insecure you're frustrated, you're angry, you have, you have anger issues, problems in your home, whatever. Those are now coming out in your life as you sit here on a day-to-day basis. But again, also the positive side of that, there are good things that have maybe come out in your life. And the great thing is, you have the rest of your life ahead of you. The next five years can be different for you. You don't have to sit here in church five years from now and go, oh man, I'm still dealing with the same stuff. I still have the same anger, the same frustrations, the same dirty thoughts in my mind. You can change. You can be different. But most of us get stuck in this rut. We're just constantly reaping what we've sown. We're constantly gaining back the things that we have done, the things that we have, the the seeds that we have sown, to use that analogy. But there is a positive light. There is a light at the end of the tunnel, if you want to put it at that. Paul says in this verse in Galatians, If you sow to your sinful nature the desires that you have inside of you, if you're a Christian, if you love Jesus, if you've given your life to God, Jesus lives inside of you and his spirit is inside of you. There's a spirit inside of you and you have the natural flesh, those desires, those things that you can't control, right? When your brother's an idiot or your little sister's just annoying you to slap them, right? Or you throw a bowling ball at their head, whatever you would do, right? That's that flesh inside of you, the things that you know you shouldn't do, but you do. I do them too. Paul says, if you sow to that, you will reap that back. You will reap destruction. But the positive side, the flip side to that is, if you sow to the Spirit, you will get everlasting life. His exact words. 
live to please the Spirit. If you live to please the Spirit. What does that mean? It's really simple, actually. In situations in your life, as you go day to day, as you wake up, shower, well, maybe every other day for some of you, as you wake up and do your regular thing, you can ask yourself this question. When you find yourself maybe in a sticky situation, maybe you're like, wow, if I were like on a hidden camera show right now, I would be really embarrassed. You guys have those moments? I have those moments, right? I'm just like, please let there not be a hidden camera show or like someone like secretly put something in my car. I've been close, like, like when I've hung up on someone, like I'm done with the conversation, but I actually haven't. And I go like, I do crazy stuff in my car sometimes. I'm being serious. I'm really weird. I'll like, just like sing weird or like, <laughs> I'm being, okay, this is a side note. But uh, <laughs> I'm being serious. I've almost been caught doing really weird things. Not like weird, gross things, but like, you know, weird, like singing like funny, okay, whatever. No, no, I don't necessarily sing the shower. It's kind of weird. It's, yeah, I don't do it. Anybody sing the shower? Oh, yeah, that's, that's good. I don't know where we're at right now. Um, who's taking notes? Where are we at? Um, hidden camera. Uh, that was, that was. You guys are helping me. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I got it. I got it. I'm back. I'm back. So sowing to the Spirit, living by the Spirit, pleasing the Spirit. So what you do is in those moments when you find yourself weird situations, kind of like, wow, you can just ask yourself, is this honoring to God? Would this glorify God? What I'm doing right now, if the world knew if there was a hidden camera, would God be okay with what's happening? Yeah, we don't want that thing to burn up. Would God be okay? Would God be honored by the things I'm doing in my life? You can ask yourself that question in those moments, in those instances. If you're feeling guilty, if you're feeling bad, most likely what you're doing, you're not sowing to the spirit. You're you're gratifying the flesh. You're doing the things, those natural desires, those cravings that you have inside of you. You're most likely living to fulfill those things. So ask yourself that question. And what I'm doing, is it honoring God? And if you want, Shoot me an email. Get on MySpace. Send me a message. Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Um, do you think that's a good idea? I've, I've gotten those emails. I've gotten those MySpace messages. Uh, I will be more than happy to dialogue and talk that through with you. But you ask yourself that question, and what is what I'm going to partake in is what I'm doing right now. Is this honoring to God? Is this, is this glorifying to God? Is, is my life as a Christian, am I setting a good example? Ask yourself that question. That is how you live by the Spirit. Every single day, it's a day-in, day-out process where you keep asking yourself. You constantly evaluate. Most people do not evaluate their life. I read this years back, famous CEO of a big company, whatever. Uh, every single week, he'd go back and evaluate every single meeting he had with every employee, with every business person. And he'd sit down and he would think about, okay, how did I act or react in that environment, in that meeting? He'd go through his whole week and he would critique himself. And I think that would be good for us to do. More, do more self-evaluation of our life. And, and what I'm becoming, is it okay? Am I okay with that? The seeds that I've sown that I am reaping, am I okay with what is happening in my life? And if not, it's time to make some changes. It's time to sit down and go, okay, these are some things I need to take out of my life. I need to, to blot them out. Paul has some encouraging words as he closes, not as he closes, but in these, these last verses we read. He says, don't give up. Don't grow weary in doing good. And I like that because I think it's 
hard to do good sometimes, right? It's easy to go with the flow. It's easy just to be kind of meshed and gelled in with what everyone else is doing. My sister had this really dorky t-shirt growing up. Uh, it was like these fish, and there was like the school of fish like going this way, and one was like going this way, and the one over here that was going this way, it said, go against the current. It was really dorky. We should make youth groups t-shirts out of that. But the point of the teacher was don't follow the crowd. Don't go with everybody else. But that's tough. And Paul says don't grow weary in doing good because it will be tough. You will want to give in. You will want to cave into the peer pressure and just do it because everybody else is. And it's a lot easier. Because by saying no, you make a statement. And you say, I'm not going to do that. I won't participate in that activity because I believe something different. And most of us have a hard time doing that. Most of us have a hard time standing up, and it's easier just to cave in and go with the crowd. But Paul says, don't grow weary. Keep it up. Keep doing it. He says, you'll reap a harvest. If you keep sowing, if you keep giving and pushing towards pleasing the Spirit, living for God, Every single day of your life. If you fail, that's all right. Get up. Keep on going. Get somebody around you, quality friends in your life that can encourage you. Most of your friends, they're not friends. I'll just be honest with you. I can only say that because I'm older than you. And I'm a lot smarter. A lot more smarter. I can tell you that because I've been in your place and people I thought were friends were not friends. I talked to maybe one person from high school. Get people around you that can surround you and encourage you in your walk with God. Your friendship, the choices that you make as friends is, is huge. Friend of mine, well, not friend of mine, person I know. <laughs> I shouldn't say friend. Speaking of people who aren't your friends. Um, this one lady, she said, uh, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. The people that you have surrounded in your life Look at that group of friends, and that will be your future. You're sowing to that. That's the stuff you're planting now that will come up in your life. Do not grow weary in doing good. Encourage each other. When you see each other at school, say hi. Don't ignore each other. I know some of you are, like, surprised. I'm sure we have new guests every week, and they probably come to this room going, wow, I didn't know they went to church. Uh-uh, I didn't know. They, they flipped me off last week. And they, yep, yeah, saw them cheating, Right? I'm like, oh, I don't want. Encourage each other. Be there for each other. We are the body of Christ as believers, as Christians. We are supposed to be unified in love with each other. And you cannot go alone. You cannot do this thing through high school, through middle school, all by yourself. Um, this morning, uh, there was a the guest speaker at church, and his son was in the Marines, and he shared a story uh, where one of the Marines killed himself. And uh, the guy speaking, his grandson was in the Marines, and he asked him, "How many did the guy ever get letters? Did he ever get letters from people telling they loved him, encouraging him? And he said, no, he never got any. And all the while, this the grandson of the speaker was getting letters every week from his grandparents. Encouragement in someone's life will do wonders, will change somebody's life, possibly even save their life. And my challenge for you guys, my encouragement to you, is to do some inventory. Think about, think about your life. I know each of you, if I asked you to write something down, you could. 
You can write something down in your life that you know is not healthy, something that you are sowing seeds to that you know in a few years are going to come up, a few months, a few days even, could come up. And you also can think of maybe some good things that you're doing. And so what I'd like you to do tonight is I want you to think about those things. Think about one thing in your life that is not healthy, that is unhealthy for you. I don't have to do much coaxing. You know what it is. And the Bible says to be doers of the word. Do what the word of God says. And so you have an opportunity here, as Paul is writing, being led by the Holy Spirit to write this. If you sow to the sinful nature, that fleshly desire inside of you, you will reap destruction. But if you sow to the Spirit, you will, you'll have life. And so tonight, you have that opportunity to think about in your life what in your life is not healthy, that needs to go. I'm not going to ask you to like write it up and we're gonna, not going to put it up on the PowerPoint or anything. But I want you to think about it. You don't have to write it down. Just think about it in your mind. Think about what needs to go in your life. And I want you to talk to somebody that you trust, and I want you to um, have them hold you accountable to that, whether it's a leader here in this room, if you feel comfortable talking to one of us, if it's a close friend. Because each of us, we have to overcome issues in life. If we don't, if we try to sweep it under the rug, guess what? It's still there. I tried it as a kid when I was doing chores. I try it now. Melanie always finds the piles of dirt. You cannot sweep it under the rug and just assume it's going to go away. There are things that you've got to get out into the open. And let me just tell you this. Once you get it out, once you talk about it, let me tell you something. Your eyes will be opened. You will have freedom. You will feel like a new person. I've experienced that. I have done it. All you got to do is just open up and talk about it. And so I want to challenge you with that. I can't make you. I can't force you to do it. But I believe you need to. I believe there are things in your life that are unhealthy. They're in all of our lives. I've got unhealthy things in my life. There are things in all of our lives that we've got to sit there and do some inventory and get them out and take them out. So don't let, don't let the negative seeds that you have planted already, don't let those keep going. And start to plant seeds towards the Spirit. Start to do things in your life that will begin to bring change. Does that make sense? You guys can you do that for me? I can't, like I said, I can't make you. I can just hope and plead that God would speak to your heart and maybe something would change. If you're in a small group, talk to your small group leader. That's what those are for. Open up. All right, you guys are awesome. Let's close in prayer. Have I freaked you guys out enough? Do you feel bad? Do you feel guilty? You do? Okay, that wasn't my point. Let's close in prayer. God, thanks for, God, just hearing these verses, God, that I know have spoken to me. God, that um, God, I know I mess up so many times. God, I'm, I'm nowhere near perfect. God, I'm so thankful, God, that you love us so much. God, and you want us to grow. You want us to change. You want us to be better. And God, as, as our example is your son who, who came to earth to serve, God, to, to die as a ransom for many. God, I pray that that would be our, our heartbeat, God. Our cry would be to live that out, God, every single day. God, to be an example, God, to those people around us, to be an example in our, in our school, God, in our class. God, our friends that know we go to church, our friends, God, that uh, they should see something different in us. They should see some passion, God, some life change. God, I pray that these students would begin to experience that. God, as they look deep into their heart, God, into their life, and begin to remove things, God, that are not pleasing to you, God, that are not honoring to you. God, I pray that you give them strength and faith, God, to reach out to someone 
God, and ask for help. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, love you guys. There may be some cake left. Feel free to eat it up. Um, broom ball in a couple weeks. I'm, I'm pumped about that. I want you guys to be a part. Invite some friends, and you guys can hang out.